It's Monday, November 6th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The U.S. is rushing to support Middle East leaders facing domestic turmoil over the Israel-Hamas conflict, with Secretary of State Antony Blinken making two surprise visits Sunday to the West Bank and Iraq as the Biden administration comes under pressure to secure a pause in fighting and ease regional tensions. The unannounced stops first to the West Bank city of Ramallah and then to Iraq's capital Baghdad followed a summit of Arab leaders Saturday in Jordan, where Blinken reassured Middle East allies that the U.S. would work to keep the conflict from spreading and help Palestinian civilians caught in the unfolding humanitarian crisis. The Biden administration is attempting to navigate between its support for Israel's right to defend itself and Arab allies who are calling to halt fighting. In other news, a year away from Election Day 2024, former President Donald Trump is set to testify in a civil fraud trial and separately faces more than 90 criminal charges, setting up the possibility that a convicted felon tops the Republican ticket next November. Mr. Trump is expected to be called to the witness stand in New York today. President Biden, meanwhile, is absorbing brutal new polls showing him losing to GOP frontrunner Mr. Trump in multiple key swing states. The numbers will likely ignite panic among Democrats and renew doubts among Americans that the soon-to-be 81-year-old is up to a full second term. The coinciding crises facing both Trump and Biden belie the fact that, for all their deficiencies, neither is yet to face a serious challenger from within their parties as they both seek the nomination. Around the world, Moscow said a Ukrainian strike had damaged a Russian ship moored in occupied Crimea, the latest sign that Ukraine's stepped-up attacks are dealing further blows to the Russian navy. Russia's statement came after Ukraine's Air Force on Saturday said it had launched cruise missiles at a shipbuilding facility in Kerch in East Crimea that had damaged one of Russia's most modern cruise missile carriers. The hit to the ship came as Ukraine's top military commanders described the battlefield situation as a stalemate. Back in the U.S., Secretary of the Treasury Janet Yellen will host Chinese Vice Premier He Lafing for two days of talks this week, the latest in a series of high-level talks between U.S. and Chinese officials. As the world's two largest economies aim to ease tensions, the Treasury Department announced today. The talks set for Thursday and Friday come ahead of the start of the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in San Francisco, which starts November 11th. President Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping are expected to meet next week during the summit, what would be the first engagement between the two leaders in nearly a year. As a foundation, our two nations have an obligation to establish resilient lines of open communication and to prevent our disagreements from spiraling into conflict, Yellen wrote in a Washington Post op-ed to spotlight the upcoming meeting. We also know that our relationship cannot be circumscribed to crisis management, she said. And Ethiopian runner Tamarat Tola broke the men's course record in winning the New York City Marathon on Sunday, 
toppling yet another mark in an era of super shoes that is remaking records across the sport. Tola broke away around mile 19 and finished the 26.2 mile course in 2 hours, 4 minutes, and 58 seconds on a partly cloudy, balmy day. He surpassed Jeffrey Mutai's previous mark of 2 hours, 5 minutes, and 6 seconds set in 2011. Kenya's Helen Obiri won the women's race on Sunday in 2 hours, 27 minutes, and 23 seconds. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.